Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Do you have a huge pile of books on your bookstand that you keep meaning to getting around to reading but never do? Me fucking too. That's why I use Audible. It has the world's biggest selection of audiobooks. And if you don't like an audiobook, you can swap it for free at any time. You can access the world's largest selection risk-free. Try one month for free using the link in my show notes. You can cancel at any time, listen across several devices, picking up where you paused. There's an easy to use car mode and even variable narration speed for if you're a fast reader or a, I guess a fast listener. Is there such thing as a fast listener? I guess we're going to find out. Um, next week, I am having a mammoth task of clearing out this huge cupboard under my stairs. I estimate it's going to take me the best part of a day and normally that would be quite boring but I am going to be listening to Jack Canfield's book The Success Principles. It's a huge book. I've tried to read it several times. I have failed several times and so I'm just going to give up and listen to it. Take in all the knowledge, do other stuff at the same time. The link's in the show notes. Try one month free. Tell me you don't love it. 
Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm Francesca and I'm very excited and also a little bit nervous for this week's episode. So I just want to say a huge thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who has ordered from my Law of Attraction store in the past week. We have been absolutely flooded with candle orders and what's really nice is everybody that ordered them from the week before They've all received theirs now and I've been getting so many stories on Instagram of people with their candles lit and with their little manifestation visualization practices going on and everybody is absolutely in love with the candles. I think sometimes with these things you think, oh, it's a manifestation candle, is it a bit of a gimmick? But below all that, my sister actually makes fucking amazing candles. They're non-toxic and they just smell incredible. And we also have three new fragrances that have been added to the little family. Um, they are success, health and new baby because that is the subject of this week's podcast is fertility, the law of attraction and all things pregnancy and babies. If you are a man, which some of my audience are. You are mostly women between the ages of 25 and 35, but there are some men here. You can carry on listening. You might learn something. Um, But if it's not for you, I'll see you next week, my friend. So this is probably my most requested um, topic ever. Ever, 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 ever. People ask me all the time (laughs) and I have been putting it off for so long because I don't feel I don't feel qualified to speak on infertility because I feel like I haven't had fertility issues as such. Um also, I don't want to diminish something that's incredibly painful and incredibly complicated to something as simple as oh you need to think positively. Um, and also I don't want to say the wrong fucking thing because like I said, it is probably one of the hardest things that people go through is infertility and baby loss. And yet this week it has been brought to all of our attention because of brave old Meghan Markle, God bless her soul, opening up about her miscarriage this week. Um, I actually, when I was pregnant this time, I told a lot of people before the three months, and people were like, oh, you have to keep it so quiet. Don't you have to like pretend to drink and and have like fake wine in your glass? And I just think actually keeping your pregnancy a secret until three months in case you have a miscarriage is such an injustice to all of the women around you in your life because it just is such a taboo subject that people don't talk about. And then when it does happen to people, they feel like it's only happened to them because no other fucker talks about it. And so I think what Megan has done is incredible. And yeah, I was telling people way before three months and I thought if I have a miscarriage, I will be honest about it because why keep it some like weird secret? I don't know. I can understand this people if it's happened to them multiple times. Of course, you don't want to have to go through the pain of telling people all the time. But I think as a general thing. I think this whole wait until three months, I think we should just switch it up. I think we should change that. Anyway, <laughs> on the uh, on that uh, note of I don't want to say the wrong thing because some people might be pissed off with that. They might be like, you don't know what it's like to lose lots of babies. And I, I completely get it. I have done a little bit of research on Instagram 
um, I found an incredible lady that I didn't write down her name actually but she has a book called The Injustice of Infertility and I learned a lot of stuff on there and there was also another girl called uh, Me, Myself and Millie um, who is on like an IVF journey and she posts a lot of stuff about unexplained um, infertility and so I have tried to educate myself in a very complicated um, area that I am not an expert in. But for some reason, a lot of people who are on IVF journeys or have infertility do follow me and do send me a lot of messages um, about whether I can talk about this on the podcast. Uh, years ago, I did make a video about this when I had my YouTube channel back in the fucking day. Um, I'll leave a link to it down below if I can. And I got so many responses from that. I had so many people message me and say, I have a baby now because I watched your video and I decided to do the law of attraction. One lady came into my salon. I will never forget this until the day that I die. She came in and she said, well, I was doing her lashes, sitting there. She like laying, she was laying down. I was doing her lashes for about 10 minutes. And then she said, um, this might sound a little bit strange, but, um, I have got a baby because of you. And I was like, what? what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, for years and years, I struggled with um, my fertility and I watched your video and I applied the law of attraction. I applied the things that you said. And now I have a little girl. And I was like, you better fucking tell me that baby's name is Francesca. It wasn't, but that's fine. We'll allow it. And actually over the years, I've had quite a few people say it to me. And when she told me that, I full on cried in the salon. I cried. Um, it's such an incredible thing to hear. And that's why I thought, do you know what? I need to put aside my own worry that I'm going to say the wrong thing and just do what I know, which is give practical advice on the law of attraction. And you can apply that to any area of your life. And fertility is just one of them. So I have had some experience of this myself and I thought before we go into the rest of it, I would just kind of tell you my story kind of as honestly as I can. I will try my best, but obviously I don't know who fucking listens to this. Maybe my enemies. I don't want to be, you know, letting all my secrets out the bag. But um, here we go. This is pretty much my experience with the law of attraction and fertility. So when I first met my ex-husband, we weren't even engaged yet. Um... I had come off the pill for some reason. I do not, ugh, me and contraception do not get on. I really struggle with it. It ain't good. Um, I'd come off the pill and I did not have a period for over a year. And it got to the point where I was like, I think I need to go to the doctors. Like I just haven't had a period for fucking ages. And so my ex-husband was, shall we say, proactive, very involved in, in uh, certain aspects of my life and definitely my reproductive health. He was very interested. And so he came to the doctors with me and they'd done some tests and they basically said, you have got polycystic ovaries. Um, and if you haven't had a period for a year or more, um, it's quite bad and you will probably struggle to conceive, but don't worry when you come to want to have a baby, because I was like 27, 28, I was nowhere near ready to have a baby. They said, when you want to come and have a baby, we can do hormone treatment. We can do all these things. Don't worry. There's lots of things out there. So of course you go home and you research polycystic ovary syndrome and 
it just comes up infertility, infertility, infertility. And the feeling of not having that period, which meant that you weren't ovulating was just terrifying. And I would have given anything to just have a period. And especially as well, I just met who I thought was the love of my life. We were planning to get married. And then all of a sudden you find out that you might not be able to have children. It's pretty much your worst nightmare. And so after a couple of weeks of feeling very, very down about this, I decided to take the situation into my own hands. The first thing I did was I became empowered by getting myself educated. Um, I bought an incredible book who I lent to one of my friends with polycystic ovaries and I've just fucking remembered. So I want that book back because it's amazing. Um, it's called the PCOS handbook. It's a, it's a huge manual and it is everything to do with the condition. And what I was amazed was is I would speak to some of my friends who also had this condition and they didn't know half of the stuff. Like they didn't know so many things about it. So number one, I think it's so important to educate yourself on whatever reason that you have for your infertility. And for polycystic ovaries, that's something really simple, like having a low GI diet. There's things like if you have avocados, avocados have a special enzyme in them that mimic hormones. There's all kinds of crazy shit. So I did that. Um, Then I also found a meditation on YouTube. It's by a woman called Kelly Howell and it's called Heal Yourself. And I've tried to find it since to recommend it to people and I can't find it anymore. But I found this meditation and I would lay in bed at night, listen to the meditation and I would literally imagine the cells of my body regenerating and ovulating and me having a period again. And I listened to that every single night for about a week. Three weeks later, I was fucking pregnant. Now, here's where we go with the whole honesty of it. I knew that it was not right. And I guess I underestimated the power of the mind-body connection and being able to do that, um, the meditation. I, I don't know. It was not right. I started to have really bad panic attacks. I remember about three or four days after I found out, my friends and I all went to see, I feel like we went to see the Spice Girls, but I feel like that's a lie. It was something at the theatre. I don't know. We went to see something at Christmas and I told my friend Joe, and there was like a little interval and I just felt myself like I couldn't fucking breathe. I couldn't, I was so panicked. I couldn't breathe. And I just had to turn to her and be like, I can't look at anyone else because then they'll see that I'm crying. Um, and the other weird thing that happened was I remember my ex-husband and I lived in Shoreditch at the time. And for some reason, I just wanted to like walk a lot. I just wanted to really like go for long walks. And I remember thinking, and this is so wild now I say it, but where we lived, like there were lots of like bars and clubs and people would be queuing outside or smoking outside. And I felt like people were laughing at me because I was pregnant. And I obviously they had no idea because I was like fucking three weeks pregnant or something. But I felt like people were laughing at me being like, oh my God, what an idiot. Like she's in her twenties and she's fucked up her life because she's pregnant. And it was the most bizarre thing. I just did not feel mentally great at all. And I remember the last straw was I just phoned my friend Jen and I was just asking for advice. She was the only friend I had who had had a child because we were still quite young. 
And I just said to her, like, what do you think I should do? Like, what should I do? And she was like, well, do you know what? I'm really jealous of like our friends that get to go on really lovely holidays and do this and do that because we can't do that now because we have um, like our little girl. And I just remember thinking, I have spent my entire 20s in a job that I hate And I've just met this man that is like, you can quit your job and live your dream life. You can run your own business. We can travel the world. And I feel like I'm going to be trapped again. And so 100% the right decision for me was to have a termination. I think it was the best decision I ever made. And I feel like I almost had a little bit of a second lease of life after that. I kind of made the most of my life. It's almost like um, I'd had a near-death experience, which sounds insane. Um, But I really felt like I'd spent my 20s, yeah, having fun and everything, but I'd been in this job that I hated. And I really made sure that I thought, right, I've met the person I want to be with. I know that in the next couple of years, I'm going to want to have a baby. But my God, I want to live my life before that happens. And so I'm thankful that, um, that I got to do that. But anyway, You would have thought that that would have reassured me that when I did come to want to have a baby, that everything would be fine because I'd got pregnant once. But I feel like what happens with a lot of people when they come to having a baby is it's kind of the unknown, especially if you've never been pregnant before. You don't even know if you can get pregnant. So you might meet somebody, get married or in whatever situation you're in and you come to the time where you're like, this is it. We want to have a baby and you don't know if it's even possible. And also, I feel like we're so used to everything being so instant and so guaranteed in our lives. If we want to buy something, we don't wait these days. We just buy it. We go on Amazon and we fucking buy it. And you can't do that with a baby. You have to wait. You have to be so patient. And I think that sets off anxiety in so many people. I currently have, I would say, four friends, at least that I'm thinking off the top of my head, that are going through this right now. They have no diagnosed fertility problem, but they are so anxious about trying and it not happening straight away. I just think it's such a common, um, a common problem. So anyway, so my ex-husband was like, right, it's time to have a baby. And we'd been married a couple of years and I really couldn't put it off any longer. But I think it took a lot of convincing me to do it because I had been pregnant that time before and I had a horrible experience. It just felt horrible and it didn't feel right. Um, Now, as I said, my ex-husband was very, very proactive and he made it fucking weird. So because I had polycystic ovaries, he decided after the second month of not getting pregnant to fast track me through the NHS system and lie and say that we had been trying for over a year when we hadn't. And he just said, this is just going to knock some months off of it because when you don't get pregnant, which I know you're not going to because you've got polycystic ovaries, then we'll already be fast tracked through the system. So he fast tracked us through to this like fertility clinic saying that we've been trying for a year and we truly hadn't. We've been trying for like eight fucking weeks. We had a wall chart. I'm not lying. I had a fucking wall chart on my wall. He was like Monica and friends. He would literally be like, you're ovulating. You need to come home. We need to have sex. And then you have to lay there for 30 minutes after. It was all so clinical. 
and it was all so fucking awkward. I drew the line at an anal thermometer, okay? That's what I'm telling you where I fucking draw the line. He bought a thermometer to test my ovulation and I was like, I fucking had enough because do you know what? All of these things combined, yes, they're brilliant for tracking your fertility and your ovulation and and having a baby, but they just gave me such a feeling of of lack and hard work and scarcity. And that isn't how I wanted to have a baby. And I remember having that moment that clicked in my mind when we were sitting in that fertility clinic place in the hospital, having this um, initial appointment. And I just sat there and I thought, this isn't how I'm supposed to be having a baby. This isn't my experience. I don't have a problem. Yes, I have polycystic ovaries, but people get pregnant with that. And I know that I need a low GI diet. I need all these things. I know this. And something kind of clicked in me. And I thought, I need to use the fucking law of attraction. I believe in it. I know it works. So I need to apply it to this. And so I remember I went into work and I had a full day of lashes and it must have been close to Christmas. It must have been like October or November. And there was like this Christmas radio station and it just played fucking Christmas songs all day. And I thought, Do you know what? I need to visualize to music. I'm sitting here doing people's lashes for hours on end anyway. And sometimes clients want to chat, but there are clients that don't want to chat and they just lay down and they go to sleep. So you've basically got an hour and a half to just listen to music and be working with your hands and let your mind wander. And so I made a conscious decision of I am going to use this time to visualize. And I tell you what, I I met some resistance when I tried to visualize myself pregnant or myself with a baby. I had some real issues with it. It didn't sit comfortably with me. And you know what? Over the period of that day, it probably took about three, four hours, but I started to get used to it. I was like, well, what part of it don't I like? I don't want a boy. Okay, visualize yourself with a girl. What other part don't you like? Um, I don't want to have to move out of London if I have a baby. Okay, visualize yourself in London with a baby girl. It was all these things that I had to work through some resistance. And eventually it started to become something that I actually wanted. And I visualized to the song, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> it's a classic song. I visualized myself telling all of my family on Christmas Day that I was having a baby and I was going to do it with cards um, that were going to have like a scam picture in or something like that. I don't really know. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. After doing that, I was pregnant within the month. Within the month. Okay? It's crazy. And I felt a physical shift in myself. I really, really did. It went from this feeling of lack and of scarcity to, okay, I'm ready for this. 
Turns out I get pregnant fucking easily. And I think it is all to do with mindset. I think when I struggled with it was when I had someone pressuring me and telling me that there are issues and that we need this wall chart and that we need this fucking anal thermometer and that we need this and we need that. But actually, when you just let go and you're trying not to get pregnant, I feel like it's the opposite. I think we are our own worst enemy. Like I said, it is this whole thing of uncertainty and it's such a big thing. And unexplained infertility is something that affects 30% of infertile couples worldwide. They cannot diagnose any specific reason why you're infertile. It is just unexplained. And once you start to delve into good old Google, there are so many stories of people that either had surrogates or were adopting. And the second that they get their surrogate pregnant or the second that they have adopted a child and the child comes and lives in their home, they get pregnant straight away. A famous example of that is Caprice, the 90s model. Look it up. She has two sons and they're like a month apart in age. One is from a surrogate and one she had herself. 8% of adoptive parents will conceive naturally. Look at Charlotte in Sex and the City. I know that she's not a real person, but I think the reason they did that storyline is because it is something that is so, so common. I've done a lot of Googling on this. There's not a ton of research, but what people do say is that it is common for this to happen. 24% of women conceive naturally after unsuccessful IVF. And this is with unexplained infertility. So there is hope, even if you've had an unsuccessful round of IVF or you've had more than one unsuccessful round of IVF, even if you've made the step to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to adopt or whatever, or I'm going to give up. If you have unexplained infertility, there's always hope. And there is stuff that you can do with the mind-body connection, with healing yourself, using the power of your mind. Now, I'm not going to say that this is going to work for everybody. And if you have specific issues, of course, I do not understand. Like I said, I did a lot of research earlier because I didn't want to say the wrong thing and I didn't want to offend people and I didn't want to diminish what a huge thing this is. And my God, it is like learning a second language. If you look up IVF journeys or fertility journeys. I mean, the things these women have to learn and the things these women have to go through, I do not want to diminish it at all. But what I'm saying is, is that especially for unexplained infertility, the mindset can definitely help. And I know there are people that have messaged me and told me that after doing these things, the law of attraction, they have had their babies. So we know that stress will lower your conception rate. So relaxing, being happy with it, imagining yourself pregnant, seeing it in your future is definitely going to make a difference. Something I found out that I found really, really interesting is that National Institute of Health reported that rape-related pregnancy rate was 5% compared to 20% pregnancy rate for normal 30-year-old healthy people. So, somebody who is raped, which is obviously a very, very stressful situation, the pregnancy rate is actually massively lower, just 5%. Compared to when you're just having a normal sexual relationship, 
it's 20%. So does that not tell you that there is some kind of connection between your body being in a state of anxiety or a state of stress and a body that is relaxed? So if you want to explore this further, there's an incredible book called The Mind-Body Connection by Dr. John Sarno. And there's also, there's a doctor called uh, Dr. Bernie Siegel, and he's had Oh my God, he is actually incredible to listen to. He's been a guest on a ton of podcasts. Um, you can Google about him, you can research him. And he also has a book called, I think it's called uh, Love Lessons and Medicine or something like that. Um, but he does a lot of work to do with uh, the mind-body connection. I think it'd be really interesting to explore that a bit more. Um, so what I would say is if you are trying to manifest a baby into your life or a pregnancy, there are some action points that you can do. And this is one of my favorite things to do with anything with the law of attraction is number one, get clear on what you want. And like I said, when I came to the time of having to try to actually visualize having a baby, I met some resistance. There might be some resistances in your mind that is actually preventing you from getting pregnant. Is it you are scared that you're going to lose your career? Are you scared that you're going to lose your friends and your social life? Are you worried that if you live in a city like London or New York, that you're going to have to move to the suburbs if you have this baby? There could be things that you don't even realize are there until you really start to reflect in yourself and spend time in meditation. So first of all, you want to be able to clear any of those blockages. Secondly, I would buy a token item and display it in a prominent place. So with both Bohemia and the girls, I bought a baby grow each time. Um, with Bo, I bought this little um, this little baby grow years and years before. It's when my sister had her oldest child. So it's like four years before I even had Bo. Um, but I always remember it. We went to Tesco and there was this random little um, rail of like baby clothes that were on sale. And there was this little baby grow with little pink bows all over it. And it was like £1.50. And I was like, I am going to buy that because my future child is going to be called Bo. Um, and so I took that out of that little memory box that I've been keeping it in and displayed it. I hung it up on a hanger and I where I could see it. And the same with the girls at the beginning of this year when I did the magic and I was like, in 2020, I want to finally have a sister for my, my daughter. I got this cute little leopard print onesie and I hung it up in my wardrobe at the front where you could see it. Um, number two is I would have a very specific vision board. So when I found out that I was having twins, my biggest fear, well, not my biggest fear, but like one of my, now let's not fucking lie. I'm going to be straight with you. My biggest fear was that they would be boys. And so I changed my vision board on my phone to a very specific gender vision board. I Googled um, and I Pinterested pictures of twin baby girls and I just had all pictures of that. This was not a time to be focusing on, oh, I'd like to have an extension on my house. Oh, I'd like my business to double in size. Now I ain't got time for that. These babies need to be fucking girls, okay? Because I've got a lot of pink matching clothes and I need to use them. Um, so I would say, be really specific with your vision board and be really specific with your goals. If this means a lot to you, forget your other goals. Forget your other things that you want to achieve this year. Just focus on one thing. I think that's how you can really start to achieve things a lot faster. Um, and number three is I would change your social media, what you're consuming and even your identity on social media a little bit. Now, this is where I don't, again, I don't want to offend anyone or say 
the wrong thing at all. Um, but there's definitely a really strong community, IVF community and infertility community from what I can see on Instagram. And I can imagine that that brings a huge comfort and a huge sense of community to so many women um, and so much information. And I can see that it is definitely, definitely needed. But something that worries me um, is that you see so many people that their handle, their name, the way that they identify themselves is with infertility or IVF journey or IVS. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like you're saying this is who I am and you're not going to move past it. Um, so I would take out anything to do. Personally, this is just me. Again, I, this may not be right, but I would take out anything to do with IVF, infertility, baby loss, struggle, anything like that in your name, in your bio, anything like that. Because it's almost like, it's like when people put their illness, in, I, I don't understand it. Like people put their illness in their Instagram bio and they really identify strongly with it. I have Crohn's disease. I fucking shat blood for two years straight. You won't see that shit in my Instagram bio. I don't put it there. That's not who I am. It's like, okay, I am a person who is a mother and has a business and has a podcast and has a life that I love. Oh, and by the way, I have Crohn's disease. I'm not a Crohn's disease sufferer that is also a parent. Do you know what I mean? It's not who I am. So I would honestly take out anything that mentions this out of your bio, out of your identity. And I would also be careful of the content that you are consuming. So I found that Obviously, everyone's social media is so tailored to them. And I was finding that I was reading things on like these twin support groups where like things were really, really hard. And how do people cope with twins? And how? And it was really getting me down. This is while I was still pregnant. And I remember my sister saying to me, I think people are only commenting on there when they're struggling, like, and they're asking for advice and they're asking for help. It's not saying that everyone that has twins is going to be in a constant struggle. And so I had to really kind of tune myself out of it. And what I did notice is that there's a hashtag on Instagram that's very, very popular and it's called IVF success. Now, if you are going through IVF and you still want to be a part of that community and you still want to be a part of that journey, why not focus on the IVF success, the people that have succeeded in this and kind of maybe tune out a little bit more of the struggle. I might be wrong, but I don't think I am. Next, I would take action. And this is what I love to do with the law of attraction is take physical action. And one of my favorite things to do because I'm lazy is do things um, that you would normally do, but put a meaning behind it. So if you have to um completely renovate your downstairs of your house rather than thinking oh I've got to fucking do this decorating instead think I want this done by the time the baby arrives if you're really busy at work be like I want to try and make as much money now so that I can have a maternity leave where I don't have to worry about money and I can just focus on my baby do you see what I'm saying so everything that you're doing like when you're eating I found what was so empowering about the PCOS book was finding out about, um, like I said, the avocados and certain foods that have really great properties in them for fertility and also um, this whole GI diet. So every time I ate, 
it was almost like I was taking a step towards my baby because I was like, oh, well, this is taking me a step closer, not a step further away because I'm doing a low GI diet. So everything that you do, put meaning behind it that this is moving you closer to your goal. And finally, visualize and the manifestation process. It's all the things we've talked about before. Something that also really works is doing something like a gratitude or a manifestation um, process, uh, like the magic, a 28-day process. I think if you apply the magic in the right way and you actually follow it through, it can be one of the most powerful things that you do this year. And that takes me on to some very exciting news that I cannot wait to share with you all. And that is that I am finally launching a Patreon. I'm so excited. So if you don't know what Patreon is, it is for creators who, so like me, I have a podcast. I do this every week, but I have so many people saying to me, please, can you do more? Can you do more podcasts? Can you do the magic with us? Can you give me advice? Can you just, and I'm like, I can't. I've only got so many hours in the day and I've got three children to look after. But actually, Patreon is the way of doing it. So a friend said to me the other day, your podcast is like an overnight success. It's amazing. It's been so popular. And I had to be like, hold on a fucking second. It is not an overnight success. I have been teaching and sharing the law of attraction for over eight years and I've not been paid for it that whole time. I've got to the point now and I'm so, so thankful, but I am literally overwhelmed with people asking me for help. These bitches are sliding in my DMs every goddamn day. And I want to connect with you all. I want to read these messages. I want to give meaningful replies. But like I said, I'm just so stretched with everything else that I have. I mean, last year it got to the point where I decided to give up Law of Attraction Change My Life. How crazy is that? Just before I started the podcast, I decided to give it up and I did a little announcement on my Instagram, very dramatic, being like, it's been a great eight years, bitches, but I'm off. I need to focus on my business. And that's because I knew I had to buy a house. I knew I wanted a second baby and I had to focus on what brought me in my income. And that was my salon. And it was not this. But I've got to the point now where this has become so popular and so many people are asking for more that I'm like, do you know how I do this? This podcast stays free forever. I want you all to enjoy it. I want this to be where the majority of my shit lies. But I want to offer something extra to all of those people that are desperately seeking for more and want to apply themselves and really, really change their lives. And that's why I am creating my Patreon book club. Now, hear me out. It's a monthly book club or challenge. And so what it is, you sign up to Patreon. It's a little app you have on your phone. It's great. I'm I'm on there and I've been uh, signed up to a creator called Jackie Johnson for ages. So she has a podcast called Natch Butte. I love it. If you sign up to her Patreon, you get all these extra benefits. You get extra content. You get extra podcasts each month. And I fucking love her podcast. So I do it. Um, so you get a minimum of two extra podcasts a month. The idea is at the beginning of the month, we choose our book. 
And I'm hoping this is going to be quite a small group of people. It's going to be, you know, VVVIP. Um, there's going to be a podcast at the beginning of the month about the book that we're doing. And then there's going to be another podcast at the end of the month with all of the results and what I've learned and how the month went on. And then in the middle of that, the whole rest of the month, we're going to be doing it together. So there's a private Facebook group called Francesca's Patreon Book Club, and it is a closed um, private group. So it will just be for support for the people that are on the Patreon book club. Um, We can all support each other. I'm going to be very active on there. And that's where I'm going to finally be actually answering all your questions because I want to answer questions. I want to help you, but you've got to understand. I've got three children here and I'm trying to run a business. But actually now, if this is part of my business and my work, I can actually say to my mum, right, you need to babysit. You need to pull some hours because I need to do some work. And it's on Facebook. So the idea is that we all support each other through these challenges and these books. Each month will be a new book or a new manifestation challenge. And I think that that is going to be the way that you see the most growth and the most change in your life. So many people message me all the time saying, I've bought the magic. I can't wait to start it. Or I'm on day three and I cannot believe the changes that have happened already. And I can guarantee 99% of those people will fall off the wagon before the end of the month. And what I I've learned is that I only succeed at doing something like the magic or any kind of manifestation process when I'm doing it with other people and with like-minded people. And so that's where we come on to the first book, the first month, what we're doing. I want to end this year with a fucking bang. And that's why we are starting off with our classic, The Magic. There's going to be 28, yes, 28 daily podcasts for the next month, one each morning. There's going to be daily support on the Facebook group. We're going to be talking. We're going to be exchanging ideas. We're going to be doing this together because it should pretty much end at the end of the year. I mean, it would be ideal if people started. We don't all have to be on the same day. When me and my friends do it together, we're not on the same fucking day. But if we all start within about a week, do it for the month of December and hopefully by the by the time New Year comes round, our lives will be completely different. And I'm not exaggerating. Every time I've done the magic and I've actually seen it through to the end, my life is completely different at the end to how it was at the beginning. And so that's why I'm so excited to just start with the magic. And then after that, oh, I've got so many ideas of so many different books and different challenges that I want to do. And I'm so excited just to actually be doing it with you guys, the people that actually want to do it. And so if you want to sign up to my Patreon, I'm so excited to share this with you. It is patreon.com com forward slash law of attraction changed my life. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes below. You sign up, it's £10 a month. And like I said, each month is a challenge or a book. Then after you've done that, you need to join the Facebook group. I will accept you on there. And we're going to start doing the magic. I'm super excited. I'm super, super excited. I think that we're all going to see massive changes. We're going to see massive um, improvements by doing this together as a group. And yeah, book club, bitches. Um, There's also things you can do, like you can have a little Zoom party once a month and stuff like that. So maybe depending on how many people are in there, we should do Zoom parties as well. So maybe halfway through the month, we like check in and all say what's been working, what hasn't been working, ideas, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm super excited for this. 
And that's all there is for this week. I think, oh, bloody hell, 40 minutes. This is the longest one yet. Um, I really, really hope that everything that I've said today has resonated with you and that you found it interesting, that you found it informative. And I hope above everything else that I have not been insensitive or said the wrong thing. Um, When I was doing my research, um, I think it was that mummy Millie and me or something um that lady she did an entire post about apparently Lena Dunham did um an article recently about um IVF and she was really offended by it and apparently she said a lot of things that were insensitive to the IVF community so I don't want to be fucking Lena Dunham okay I don't want to be that girl I hope I hope against hope that I have done what you've wanted because so many of you have asked for this and I really really hope this works I truly, truly believe it works. But again, I don't want to diminish all of the struggles that people go through just by being like, yeah, come on, think positively and you'll have a baby next month. But I truly think that this can help. I really do. And if you're kind of on your last straw where you're like, oh, it's now or never, I do urge you to come and do the magic with us this month. I honestly think that it will help. Anyway, that's all I can do. I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm just a bitch that loves manifesting. Um... I will leave all the links to everything down below. So check it out. Um, Come and find me on Instagram unless you want to come and troll me and say that podcast was fucking shit and so insensitive and you don't know what you're talking about. Then please don't do that because I'm trying my best out here. Okay. Um, But yeah, come and find me. I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Um, And then my personal one is at Francesca Amber. Um, just pretty much posting lots of pictures of my twins in matching outfits. That's all I'm doing these days. Um, thank you so, so much again to everyone who is listening to the podcast, downloading, subscribing, sharing it with friends, leaving a review. I am so, so appreciative. Thank you so much to all of you. It's because of you that I've got to this point now where I can actually start to see this as my job. I can start to see this as what I do. And I really do feel like it's my calling. I love it. And I love sharing it with you. The law of attraction has changed my life and it's going to change yours too. Come and sign up to my Patreon. I'll see you there. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download 
millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, so check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.